Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode 291. What's the best way to start something that seems a bit too overwhelming? Break it down. That's what Amy Porterfield and I are doing in this episode. It's part two of a two-part series that will help you once and for all know that you're ready to create a course and point you to the starting line to make your first course come to life. If you haven't listened to part one of this series with Amy Porterfield, I want for you to press pause right now and go back one episode to seek that one out because it is absolutely key in making some real change and conquering the most challenging mindset blocks if you're considering creating a digital course. I know you, you have a lot of questions, you have a lot of fear and doubt. So part one, tackle those biggest objections head on together. Now, in part two, Amy and I are walking through the idea of a mini digital course, aka the perfect way to dip your toe into the pool and get a feel for the water before going full swan dive into the deep end. I was a college diver. I had to throw that reference in there. Now, if a course seems too big or too much to consider right now, but you know you're ready for something, maybe a workshop course or a mini course could be the best way to take action, to start creating, and to turn a little profit in the process. And even though we are doing two full episodes dedicated to this topic, we still couldn't fit it all in. So Amy is hosting an entirely free webinar that will tackle your biggest questions about starting, launching, and selling a program. Amy is the mentor that transformed my entire business from being a full-time wedding photographer, trading time for money, to becoming an educator. And I told her I'd bring you, my people, to the party so that they could learn from her too. So save a seat next to mine. It's free. It's a virtual party. It's all online at learnfromamy.com. And get out your pen and paper. It's going to be oh so good. And the best part is she's sharing about her program, the one that changed my life. So if you're looking to learn from the best and follow the blueprint that transformed my business all those years ago, you're going to really want to be there. Again, head to learnfromamy.com. Without further ado, here is part two. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts. Listen in on honest conversations, 
and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. I almost said we should do a mic drop, but we're just getting started. (laughs) This is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one, which is just one episode before this, I would tune in there because we cover questions like, can anyone create a course? Can you start with a course? What should you ask yourself to qualify if you're ready? There's like so many things we cover, but now we are diving into the nitty gritty, the tangible, how to create and launch a mini digital course with my friend, Amy Porterfield. Hey, girls. So happy to be here. Happy to have you. Okay, (laughs) we're just going to dive back in because at this point, my audience knows you. They love you. They've signed up for your training. So there's really nothing else for them to do but to sit back, relax and learn from the master. So (laughs) first, explain to me exactly what you mean when you say a mini digital course, because I think that It sounds intense, but it's really not. It's really not. So here's what I mean. A mini digital course, I also call it a workshop course, is a two-hour-ish, give or take a little time, training that you either do live or recorded that promises instant clarity and results for your students. So that sounds a lot like a live webinar, right? But it's not because the big difference here is that people are paying to learn from you. Even if the price point is low, there's just a mindset shift when somebody pays for it versus it being free. They actually take action and get results a whole lot faster. So the goal of this mini digital course is to address an immediate problem that's keeping your audience stuck. You can also use a workshop course to bridge the gap and solve a problem that's stopping people from actually working with you at a deeper capacity. So I like to explain things in stories and examples. So I've got a story for you. Cool. Perfect. There's a gal out there that I love. Her name is Sarah Jane Case, and she's the brains behind the hilarious and insightful Instagram channel, Enneagram and Coffee. Oh Have my gosh, I love it? that one. Yes. It's so good. You know her? Yes. That's so cool. Okay. She's just adorable. Okay. okay. So Sarah Jane discovered that a large percentage of her audience was concerned or confused that they didn't have the right Enneagram type for them. So they would say, I'm not sure if this Enneagram type is me. How do you know? And they just would constantly have questions about it. So she decided that she was going to create a workshop course, a mini course where she would help people once and for all figure out what is their type. And the reason why this is so great is one, she charged for it. And number two, once people knew their Enneagram type, she could then invite them into her bigger course or her membership or a mastermind, but they were stuck and they needed to know their type. They wanted instant gratification. They were going and willing to pay for it. So she created a workshop course, huge hit. That's so cool. I just had a flashback to when we were on our girls trip yes, and I me know. and Rachel made you sit on the couch and take the quiz to find out your Enneagram number because we were so curious. That's so it's so funny because Rachel and Jenna were threes, right? Yep. And they kept saying, you're, you're a three. And I'm like, I'm not a three. I promise you I'm a two. And they're like, take the course again. So they wouldn't let me get off of the couch till I took it. And for the record, I was a two. Oh. 
It was so funny. Oh, that just flashed me back. Good right times. There. That is so cool. And what I think is amazing too is to me, that feels like a less overwhelming barrier to entry because I think of students that have taken a program that you or I have created and they see all of these steps and modules and professional videos and beautiful slides and all of that is amazing. But a lot of people are perfectionists at the core. They're ones and they want to launch things when they're beautiful and ready and the framework and everything is perfect. Perfect. But what I love about this method is that you can refine your teaching style, you can get people quick wins and results. And like you said, when people pay, they pay attention. So you're going to have a more engaged audience. So in my head, I'm like, even if she charged just $29 for that and had a handful of people, that's actually pretty significant. It's also proof of concept to create something bigger or more in depth. I love it. Yes, exactly. The proof of concept is really powerful. Yeah, because to me, it's like if you can get even one person to pay $29, then you just need to find more people like that one person. And then that's your audience. Like it's super exciting. I love it. It is. Okay. So what would step one be? So if someone knows that they're ready for a course, then what would that first step be? So the first step is you want to think about something that you can teach. Let's say I say two hours. So you could charge, you could charge $10 up to $200. So you can charge whatever you want, but let's think about a topic that you know, you can teach that would be pretty easy for you to teach like tomorrow if you wanted to. And at the end, they can get results. If they do what you told them to do, they could get results pretty quickly. And so with Sarah, she's explaining the Enneagram types and how to really understand what yours is going to be. She can give them some homework to do and they could figure it out pretty quickly. So you're looking for results that somebody really truly wants, but it's not like you're going for a total transformation. That's why the mini digital course is so much easier to create. So the first step is, what could you teach that would actually lead to results that would get your audience unstuck or feel a lot of joy? Mm, I love that. That's so great. Okay. So does a course always have to be this like A to Z total roadmap on a topic? Because as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, okay, how would I condense everything into two hours or, or what would that look like? Yeah. So the answer is no, you do not need to do A to Z total roadmap, total transformation. So what I want you to think about is that most people are looking for that quick fix. Yep. They want a win today. And so if you could just get them over that hump, they're going to feel momentum. Now, here's the great thing. If you could just give them exactly what they need and tell them exactly what they do to get quick results, they're likely going to say, this is good. This girl knows what she's teaching. I wonder what else she's got. And that's like the number one response you want to hear after a mini workshop. What else you got? And you might not have anything just yet, but what you could do is if you want a little extra cash on the back end of that, you could offer some group coaching or some one-on-one -on -one consulting, maybe just for a select few for a premium price, or you could get to work on a more robust course down the road. So you've got options. Mm, I love that. And I think a lot of times too, we forget like nobody wants a dead end. So when we post or anything or when we share, or when we teach, people are always like ready, like, okay, what's next? What's the next step? I remember, Amy, this is kind of embarrassing, but it's okay. <laughs> when you started sharing your courses and stuff, when I took your first course, I was like eager and ready for like 
anything that you were going to sell. So I was like at the edge of my seat, reading every email, like just waiting for the next program. And I don't know if you remember this, but you launched, uh, I think it was a two day training in New York City. Yeah. Um, where you would help people. And I remember I applied just because I wanted to see if the Amy <laughs> Porterfield would accept my application. And I applied to it. And then I got approved, but I couldn't even do it because I had a wedding that day. And I was devastated. Oh. And I was like, take all my money, like I am ready. And so it's just such a good example of like, if you can get people these quick wins, these quick results, they're going to want more, they're going to want that next step. And you don't have to have it all figured out at the beginning. But it is exciting. Because once we People are invested once they've invested even a dollar into you or, or your brand and you've gotten them a result they're going to be far more likely to continue investing into you like i would yes. have said take all my money i will fly to new york and do it. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because to piggyback on that, whoever teaches you inside this course that you've gotten results, they become somebody that you feel really connected to. Mm -hmm. Like they are your go-to person. And it's beautiful that Jenna and I have become such good friends out of that. But even if it doesn't become a friendship like that, people feel very connected to you when you get them results or help them get results. So just remember that a mini digital course could lead to such big relationships with your audience. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. So when I think about this, one of the biggest objections that comes to my mind is like, how do you charge for this? Like a mini course still has to add value. So how do you know that what you've created is enough value for someone to spend their hard earned money on it? Okay. So that comes back to looking at the results you're promising. And here's what I want you to do. If you come up with an idea that might be really great for your audience in terms of a two hour workshop where you're going to teach how to do something and you're going to promise a certain level of results, what I want you to do is reach out to either ideally some people in your audience and do some social media polls. If you have an email list, you could even send a quick email, get a little feedback on that. Because in the example of Sarah Jane Case, when she decided she was going to do a workshop to teach people how to figure out their Enneagram type, the reason she knew it was going to make money is because people asked her questions about this over and over again. So if you do have an audience already, here's the number one question. I'll help you come up with your topic instantly. What do you get asked all the time. Where do people get stuck? What do they want clarity on? If you ask Jenna or I that question, we could probably rattle off 10 things that we get asked all the time. Those are mini courses. Hmm, I love that. I know Rachel talks about this too, but like we create based off of questions and yep. every single person that I know in my entire life, they are an expert at something. Like when I need help with cooking, I go to my friend, Sarah, when I need help with copywriting, I go to my friend, Ashlyn, when I need help with parenting, I talk to my mom. Like, you know, there's, <laughs> there's always someone is an expert in your world. And I think what happens is, is a lot of times we're so close to our own genius that we just assume like everyone knows this, this is common knowledge, or this is easy for everyone. And so start to pay attention, like, look at the last text messages you got, like, what were people coming to you for advice for? What were questions people were asking you? Or when you tell people what you do, what is the first thing that they ask you? Because those are amazing indicators that people are curious and that they would likely want to learn more. Exactly, exactly what you want to do. Mm, I love it. Okay, so 
the technical, not so technical person in me, I suck at the tech. And that was the scariest part of all of this. So what technical skills and knowledge do you have to have in order to create some sort of workshop type course? Okay. I'm so glad you asked this question because I'm going to really spell it out. And again, this is coming from a non-techie girl. So if (laughs) I can do it, I promise you guys can do it as well. Number one, you're going to charge for this. That's important. It's important that they put skin in the game and it's important that you know your worth and you are going to charge for it. And so with that, you need a shopping cart. You need an online shopping cart, a way to take money. You could even just use PayPal for the record. You could make it as simple as that, but you need a way to take money online. Number two, email service provider. You need a way to send out some emails because before you go live in your workshop, you're going to send them a link and say, okay, it's game on. And then you're going to record this. Here's why you can charge for it. There's also going to be a recording that they get forever. If you want to get fancy, you could even include some kind of PDF cheat sheet kind of thing with it. So you're going to want to follow up with them afterwards and before. So you need to email them. Number three, you need a Zoom account if you're going to do it live and not just Zoom. You could use anything, but we like Zoom. So use Zoom to do the live workshop and you could send that link out in advance. So really a shopping cart, email service provider and somewhere to go live you're golden. Mm, I love that. And I used PayPal when I was first starting out. I used MailChimp or I think Mad Mimi, one or the other. I mean, like there are so many ways that you can do this kind of on a shoestring budget and then use the funds that you make from that first training to continue to like up level and to rise up to the next part. I love that. Yeah. And if you don't want to use Zoom, you could create a private Facebook group just for your workshop people and go live in Facebook and it's free. Yes. I love that. I was thinking that too. So good. Okay. So what can you learn from a mini digital course that would translate into a more extensive offer? We kind of touched on this, but I think there's more to it. Good. I'm glad we're going to go back to this. So first, a mini course gives you, this is important, the course creator, the momentum to get started and make things happen. So once you do your mini course, your course creation foundation is set. You never ever have to start from scratch again. And that's really important. I'm the kind of girl that takes baby steps. So when I left my corporate job, I first asked to go part-time, then I asked to work from home, then I took the leap and went out on my own. So I baby steps work for me. So a baby step would be creating a mini digital course and learning some of the technology and, and putting together some emails and taking money online so that you can then go bigger when you're ready. So as a course, creator, this is a great momentum starter. Also, you learn about what your audience will pay for. Let's talk worst case scenario because we all live in reality. Let's say you come up with an idea and you put it out there and you say, I'm doing a workshop all about XYZ and you charge a hundred bucks for it. And let's say nobody pays for it. Well, you just learned that that's not the topic. So you learn a lot about your audience by just putting the offer out there. And who cares if they don't buy? You're going to go back to the drawing board and think of a new topic. Or let's say just a few people buy. Here's the greatest part about this. When you do it, especially if you do it live, which I highly recommend you do, you will do a Q&A. I teach my students how to do these mini workshops. And at the end, you do a live Q&A. All of those questions are going to be golden for you because the next time you want to do something like this, you can make it better by incorporating some of the areas they might have gotten confused or they weren't really 
sure how to move forward with this or that. You just put it into the course the next time. So the Q&A on a live workshop, always really amazing intel. Mm, This is so, so good. So I kind of want to just talk about your journey as an educator, because what I think is so interesting is a lot of people see where you're at today. And it's kind of hard to remember the beginnings. And of course, you worked for Tony Robbins, they probably all heard the story of how you started your business. But walk me through the education piece and what that looked like, because it wasn't where you started. Oh, heck no. So when I left Robbins, I thought I was going to create digital courses and I was really excited about that, but then I had no idea how to do it. I think that's why I teach it now because I know people really need to know the ins and outs to be successful, but I didn't know what to do. So when I launched my first course, I just did it blindly and I made the mistake of launching a course where I never had gotten results. That's why I'm a stickler for saying, find your own transformation and turn that into a course or something that you've done for somebody else. So I decided I was going to teach authors how to launch their books with social media. I had and think, what was I thinking? I don't know. I think someone talked me into it. Someone had this great idea and I was like, okay. I had been teaching social media, but not how to launch a book. I really actually had an author tell me, I don't know if that's a good idea. So with that, I went out there and did it. And it was a huge failure. Very, very big failure. I'm still waiting for somebody who bought that course to come back to me and say, I would like a refund because I would give it to you if you're listening. So I made that mistake of going out there and doing that. And then I launched a course after that. And it also was not a success. And the reason for that is that I didn't spend some time really connecting with my audience. I do not believe you need a big email list to launch a course. A few hundred people on your email list, you could be successful, especially if you keep your expectations in check and you're willing to continue to move forward and grow with your course. You don't need a huge email list. However, you do need to engage with your email list. I hardly ever emailed anybody. And so when I launched my second course, I emailed my list to crickets. Nobody was paying attention because I hadn't emailed them for months. So that was a big mistake as well. And so I've learned these things along the way. There were tears. I am a crier. So I remember crying after that second launch thinking I was going to hit it out of the park and I didn't. But oh my gosh, I am so glad I stuck with this. One more thing I'll add to that. Part of my journey was realizing that if I create one course and then I launch it over and over again, whether it be live launching or automation, I could always improve and make more money with that course. Meaning I'm not a huge fan of having five, six different digital courses. I have a multi-million business with two digital courses. So I am a big fan of let's just keep this simple and keep your eye on the prize. Let's make your one course better every single time you launch it. Mm, I love that. And that's exactly where we're at with my business. Our courses this year after having the baby, we had things in automation and we're constantly just tweaking and improving and serving and serving and serving. And I love the fact that you kept going. I think a lot of times people are looking for a quick fix or they hear money and they think, oh my gosh, like, why am I not doing this? Why am I not a part of this? But for anyone that I know that has had longevity as an educator, there are highs and lows and ups and downs. But at the end of the day, we wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, what is that feeling? Like, do you remember the feeling when you woke up and you were like, I just made money in my sleep? 
It was <laughs> the most amazing feeling in the world. And what I'm so glad you brought this up because a lot of my listeners on my podcast, they struggle with confidence thinking that this is going to work and they don't have to go back to a J-O-B because their business is going to take off. They're very nervous about that. But when you make your first dollar online, I'm telling you, one dollar leads to a couple hundred to thousands to eventually whatever you want it to be. And so that was life changing for me when I made my first dollar online. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So I've already told my audience about it, but I kind of want to hear it from you yourself they are going to go to learnfromamy.com and what are they going to sign up for? Okay, so I have a free masterclass where I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my own digital course business. I learn best when people give me examples and show me what they've done and the mistakes they've made and the wins they've had. And so that's what this masterclass is all about. I'm also going to teach you some things to get started. So you're going to record with your digital course. Are you going to do audio or video or both or slides? I've got some different strategies that you can use for recording. Also, we're going to talk about how you want to market your course and how you want to put it out there and some of the best webinar slides that you must include in any webinar you ever do. I'll also tell you the story of my very first webinar where I'll give you a hint. I deleted the entire <laughs> webinar and 800 people were signed up for it and they all got a notice saying this webinar has been canceled the night before. Oh so I've had my mistakes along the way, but I want to show you what it looks like to have a digital course in your business and how to get started and really how to get started with some important things such as outlining your course, recording your course and putting together your webinar. So we're going to focus on those areas. Mm, I'm so excited. I remember the first webinar I ever attended of yours and it changed the game for me. I've shared all about my journey with you as my mentor and now my friend. And so guys had to learn from amy.com. Save your seat there. I'm going to be there. I'm so excited and you know, I wouldn't back anything unless I fully believed in it. And so I'm so pumped to join in that training with you. I know you're going to bring it. I can't even wait. And Jenna, thank you for your support in this. Like the fact that you've gotten results with my courses and you're such a big believer literally makes me so, so honored and happy. So thanks for being a part of this. Well, thanks for not freaking out when I fangirl over you all the time. <laughs> there Shut are up. many instances in our friendship where you could have just been like, oh, she's a little creepy. But you Never. didn't. Uh, I'm so thankful. You're my favorite speed dial business partner ever. Love it. Well, I'll see everyone inside of the training. Thank you so much. And tomorrow I am dropping an episode all about how I created and recorded a course in seven days flat. So we're keeping with the trend. We're staying on the courses and I am sharing the secrets behind my week long process, all of the things that you need to know. So tune in tomorrow for another episode. All right. In Amy Porterfield language, there you have it. We have summed up so much about digital courses, but the end is not now. We're so excited to extend an invitation to Amy's training that is happening. And I hope you've already saved your seat. I mean, if you were smart, you already would have done that a while ago. But in case you haven't, head to learnfromamy.com. I am so excited to be in that training to learn from the best, the woman who absolutely transformed my business. And I want you to experience the same level of success. So I will see you inside. Your seat is waiting. Learnfromamy.com. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. 
Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.